Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball Late Night. Tom and I stayed up late uh, for the end of game three and what a game it was. Tom, what's up, buddy? How you feeling after that game? <laughs> Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Winners win, as the uh, the Twitter strows, uh, media people like to say, and the Astros got it done tonight. It was a great game. Uh, you always love those extra inning walk-off types. You hope it never gets to that, but if it does, you're glad you, your team gets it done. I'm looking forward to talking about it, but let's cover some things first. JV's coming off the 15-day injured list on September 14th. But he might not be ready. He said he's not going to rush himself back. He doesn't want to do anything dumb. What do you think? I think that's smart. I think that's exactly what they should do. Right now, they have an embarrassment of riches in the rotation. They've got guys upon guys. There's no reason to rush Justin Verlander back. If it takes 21 days, you give it to him. If it takes 28 days, you give it to him. Whatever you need, you have until what yeah. whatever the last start would be before october if he thinks he needs one more rehab or like a a get right start you have all that time i wouldn't rush him back not one bit yeah we spoke about that last podcast he just needs one maybe even zero he's justin verlander not worried about him speaking of rehab i think you said rehab but Aledmus diaz he's going to be on a rehab assignment in sugarland tomorrow september the 8th at Round Rock, so you living in Houston, you don't get to go see that on an Astros day off. And did you see this, buddy? Good thing for the Astros Farm Club. Fayetteville Woodpeckers had a six-pitcher combined no-hitter. It's awesome. I mean, I'm not surprised anymore when I, when I hear about the minor league teams doing well because uh, I, it's been proven over the last, like, five or six years the guys just scout really well. You get a lot of guys that you, you – really don't know they're not our highly touted and they just go out and do great things so you know hats off to the woodpeckers and that rotation or that that whole you know yeah. pitching staff for getting that done and uh i look forward to seeing them in astros uniforms one day i think the honey butter chicken biscuits lost tonight though so they didn't win uh, every game all right but speaking of young kids young pitchers my prediction for hunter brown was not correct and yours was you said six innings, but you didn't expect this. Six innings, three hits, no runs, one walk, and five strikeouts. Hunter Brown was amazing. As advertised, I saw him pitch for Sugarland. I knew he was the real deal coming up. And, you know, all he did was like be incredibly poised, his family, his teammates in the stands, and he just handled it so well. Really impressed by him. You know, he's the real deal. And I think that the next hurdle would probably be at home if he gets to pitch like they're projecting in Detroit in front of more family, more friends. Uh, the I listened to one of the radio, the sports talk radio guys, and they were basically saying they thought he'd be playing for free because he'd have to buy so many tickets to that game 
because he literally lived right down the street from Comerica Park, walked his dog around Comerica Park. So it's going to be an amazing uh, game. I think he's going to pitch well again. That lineup doesn't scare you. And he's off to a great start. What's crazy is that everybody talked about how much he looked like Justin Verlander, how much he pitched like him. And he got the same amount of run support. One run. That's all the Astros got, but that's all they needed. You had Abreu, Neris, Montero, all scoreless innings, no runs by the bullpen. Neris and Abreu had two strikeouts. The only run was bottom of the second. Martin Maldonado had an RBI single. Right in Trey Mancini, that's all we needed. The Astros, they were getting hits this series. They just weren't scoring a lot of runs. They had one run on eight hits, one for six with the runners in scoring position. They left six on base. Chaz McCormick went two for three and Maldi, one for three with an RBI. I mean, the headline, the only thing that you really care about talking about is Hunter Brown. I'm What an amazing performance. I know you already talked about it, but I mean... <laughs> So amazing. And he's 24. I, I want I want so bad for him to be this year's postseason Juan Soto. I want Joe Buck to be going, and he's only 24, about 78 times throughout the postseason because he's just a weapon either out of the pen or however they use him. And I just hope he makes a roster. I hope he gets to pitch. I hope he gets to taste that, you know, and it'll be it'll be great experience for him. Yeah, I think the start. I think they're already set with all the pitchers they have, but he gave them something to think about because he looked really good. But we go to Tuesday, someone else that's been looking good. He got his 23rd quality start in a row. We're talking about Framber Valdez. He did not start out well, though. He gave up a two-run double in the top of the second, also an RBI single. The Astros were down early 3-0. to zero. Uh, bottom of the second, Yuli grounded out and Tucker scored. It was three to one. Altuve had his 24th homer of the year, a solo shot, three to two. And then Chaz McCormick grounded out and brought in Tucker, and it's tied. And then top of the seventh, the Rangers score on a wild pitch. That makes it four to three, and that was the final. So we had a toughly contested uh, series here. Two game-winning runs were on wild pitches. That's kind of crazy. Tucker two for four, Pena two for four. Altuve, Yuli, and Chaz had RBIs. And what about, I mean, you couldn't walk over and drop the ball in someone's glove and be as perfect as that throw Maldonado had to get Seager out at third. That that was one of the most amazing <laughs> things I've seen all year. I, I'd like to tell you that I was shocked and awe, you know, because a lot of people were like, wow, but he's done it so many times. You know, it's just, I, I almost expect it now. I almost expect him to make that play now. And I know how difficult that is. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, bummed out when it doesn't happen. But when I see Maldi come out of the crowd, ready to go throw something, I'm, I'm expecting it out more than I'm expecting the runner to make it. He didn't even get up. He threw it. Bregman just caught it, closed it. And it went between the base and the guy's foot. That, that was amazing. Super amazing. Uh, Framber ended up going six and two-thirds, six hits and four runs, but only two were earned. And I believe that's what helped him get his quality start. Four walks and 11 strikeouts. It's kind of weird. He has a bad game, but he has 11 strikeouts. 
And he does take the loss. But like I said, that's 23 quality starts in a row. He's already broke the Astros record. I think he has the record for left-handers. I mean, Framber's amazing. He's one off the all-time mark. 24 is the all-time mark for a season. And then I think it's like 28 for like two seasons, like combined. Mm -hmm. So he's definitely got a shot to set the new record. I think Dusty left him in a little too long. That last inning. I think so, would have. I would have preferred to go to the bullpen. I understand it too. You know, he's been criticized for pulling guys too early. So I wished it wouldn't have went, out, went that way. Me personally, I thought after he got out of that sixth, I was like, I'm good there. But I understand him bringing him back. You know, that's that's one of his aces. It's tough to pull those guys. Yeah. Uh, just a tough luck loss. The bullpen was good. So it could have been a good move. Maton, Stanek, and Smith. No runs. That's two games in a row that the bullpens do not allow any runs. And let's go to today's game. Christian Javier didn't pitch the greatest, but he pitched good enough. Uh, low at a home run. It was 1-0. to zero. Third inning, Simeon, RBI single. Calhoun, RBI single. Two games in a row. We're down 3-0. to zero. Our offense is nowhere to be seen in this series. And I'm worried. How worried are you when it's 3-0 to zero, top of the third? You have to be worried. You can't be that confident. I'm confident in the Astros, but the offense is scaring me. So I normally start to panic around the sixth or seventh inning, especially at home, because, you know, they're going to have a last at bat. I normally don't sweat the first five. You know, the offense is so potent. You really just need them to get into the bullpen a little bit like they did today. And then you kind of see them pick apart guys that they've had success against. Uh, the Rangers bullpen is actually really good, all things considered. They, they've they got some really impressive numbers against the Astros, and that's why this series was kind of low scoring, I think. But they still got enough to get it done, and that's really all that matters. Bottom of the fourth, Yuli, who's been getting a lot of slander. They're even, uh, I think it was, uh, it was one of the sports writers. I don't know if it was uh, Chandler or who it was, but they're they're starting to point out his batting average is how many in this many games, whatever. So it was nice to see him get an RBI single in the fourth. He brought in Tucker, who seems to have scored a lot of runs in this series. And then Tucker, the game changer, three, uh, two run Homer to tie things up at three. That was, that was an amazing home run. And it just changed my whole outset on the, or outlook on the (laughs) game. It woke me up. It pumped me up. I was ready to go late night with you, buddy. What's amazing is it was a lefty on lefty matchup. You know, the 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 thought about Tucker and Jordan early on was that they couldn't hit lefties. And early on with, with Dusty, even he would pull them, you know, if there was a lefty or, or would platoon them or whatever. And these guys hit everybody. So, yeah. you know, for Tuck to get a lefty, it just proves how good he is. Leads the team in RBIs. Uh, he's been really, really hot. You know, it's it's so wild with this team. Like, they've never been hot together. I mean, I mean the day that they all click, it's going to be 27 to 4 again or something like that. And Yeah, you pointed that out last podcast. It was this guy, it was this guy, and it was this guy. Someone else is going to have to get be hot. But someone took a picture of the home run pump after Tucker's home run. It was home run number 2200 for the Astros at Minute Maid Park. That's pretty cool. And I think it was the bottom of the ninth when Tucker was up 
with a chance to uh, give us the win. And it was an amazing at bat, 11 pitches. He, he hit like five souvenirs out in the stands, maybe more. Great at bat for Tucker, great game. And then let's go to the top of the 10th. Hector Naris comes in <laughs> and they go for the bunt. And this dude makes an amazing grab. I mean, it was a crappy bunt. I mean, he bunted up in the air, but Naris was the only one that could get it. He got it. And that kind of started the downfall in the inning for the Rangers. So, yeah, in extras, it's really, really critical. And I was listening to the radio broadcast. I was in the gym. Uh, Bagwell was all over it. He's like, that first at batter or that first at bat, that first batter really has to get that guy over to third. It, it, it's it's the momentum swings either way. If he gets to third, it's really difficult to deal with. If he doesn't get him there, now the, the momentum swings to the defense where I get a ground out, a fly out, back to back, and it's over. I don't have to worry about them, you know, uh, sacrificing the guy in. So yeah. once once Naris got that one and then uh, then a week pop after, you know, it was just like it snowballed on on the Rangers, and that was that was the end of that. Yeah, it's always great when you can keep the team from scoring. But then you go to the bottom of the 10th. We win on a wild pitch. And I'm trying to think about what happened. I know someone was on base and then Pena. I think so, Pena grounded out or some, or they got uh, Vasquez into a rundown because Vasquez started on second base. I think Dubon bunted him over. Uh-huh. That was the first at bat. And I was really happy about that because – it's not Dusty's thing to to bunt in the tenth inning, and I think that's what you should do. And credit to Dubon too. Again, I was listening to the broadcast, and Bagwell kind of laid it out. So the first attempt, he kind of he kind of bunted it foul, and he was like running out of the box to try to like get the head start down the line. The second the second pitch, he stayed in the box, made sure to get the bunt down, knowing that he was sacrificing himself, not trying to get out of the box to try to get to first. Yeah. And then, uh, then they intentionally walk out Tuve, which made sense. And yeah. then Pena, Pena grounded into the fielder's Rundown. choice or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, they walked Jordan, which I thought was surprising because you would think the way he's kind of been struggling a he's little bit. been struggling. That would be the guy. I know the, the, the thought is, hey, this guy's really good. And maybe he's got good career numbers against the pitcher, but – to send Bregman, Bregman's one of the hottest hitters right now. When they walked him, I, I tweeted, that is stupid. That What a dumb move. I didn't say stupid. I said, what a dumb move by the Rangers. They lo- I mean, why would you put the guy on third to skip out? Like you said, like Alvarez isn't doing that great right now. You put the guy up that like leads the world and walks with the bases loaded. And the guy just throws a wild pitch right away, and we win. It was fun. It was an awesome win. You had the great play by Naris. You had the bad decision by the uh, Rangers. I guess it's as the interim manager because they fired their guy a couple months ago. But what a game! I would I wouldn't have intentionally walked Jordan on because he's not doing that great. But I'll take it. Christian Javier five and a third, four hits and three runs, only one earned, eight strikeouts. And then the magic man, I was happy to see him go in. He did very, very well. And they bring him in on the for a second inning of work. And again, I tweeted 
two things you don't do is get gremlins wet and don't bring Seth Martinez in for a second inning. He had a hit and a walk in that second, uh, his second work, and they took him out. And then Brian Abreu gets him out of the, he comes in with two on, no outs, and then he comes in and pitches another inning. Brian Abreu is a beast. So I needed a drink so I could get started. I I just can't apologize enough to this guy because he was so bad at the beginning of the season. And I was just so off him. And I I got on here and I went to anybody that would listen and was like, Brian Abreu needs to get far away from this team. And I was so wrong. I don't know what the pitching uh, coaches did with him, but I love it because he's so much more aggressive. He attacks hitters instead of like trying to nibble trying to fool guys he's just saying hey i'm better than you my stuff's better than you and he should because it is so hats off to him hats off to that the the pitching coaches that got him squared away because he's a totally different guy it's a totally different guy he looks confident and even the broadcasters blummer and tk noticed that they're like look at him he's confident he's almost his, arrogant his demeanor and that's what a relief pitcher has to be he yeah. has to go in there thinking my stuff does not stink and just go to work and be a bulldog. And the worst thing you can see in the world, and you've seen it uh, with the Astros doing it to relievers, you've seen it with guys doing it to our relievers. When you shake them, you can see it. Their body language screams it. You know, when Kenley Jansen faces the Astros, his body language is ugly because they've yeah. gotten him. When uh, Albert Pujols went at uh, Brad Lidge, his body language was done after that. You know what I mean? He just didn't have <laughs> yeah. it. So yeah. the fact that Brian Abreu is out there, you know, with his shoulders, you know, over himself, you know, kind of just, I have this posture that I cannot be beat right now. He looks good. He looks yeah. really good. Montero, no runs. Neris, no runs. I don't think the Astros bullpen gave up a run this whole, this whole game. Because Brown Seriously. gave up zero. I mean, series, Brown gave up zero. Framber gave up three or four. And then, yeah, great job. I know you wanted to give them the player of the series or the Rose one time, and <laughs> someone ruined it. But overall, what a great game. It didn't start out great, but it was very exciting. I'm very glad that I stayed awake to watch it and do the show. I got to work at 4.30 in the morning, folks, and it's 11.20 p.m., I got to get up at 4.30. I don't I don't work at 4.30. Okay. But anyway, the Astros were one for four with runners in scoring position, seven left on base, four runs on four hits. They got it done. Tucker had two RBIs. So now let's go to the players of the series. And I had an idea of what I wanted to do. So what I have written isn't in stone. But I wanted to give, this isn't what I have written down. I want I want to get your opinion on this. I wanted to give Abreu pitcher of the series and give Hunter Brown the Rose Award. But I got Hunter Brown pitcher of the series. And that that's just, the way it should be. That's what I have. That's what that's what's written down. And I knew you would I agree. totally agree. Yeah. I think that's the way it should be. I think for him to come in with all the expectation you know, highly touted, you know, in front of his family, in front of his teammates, you know, for the, for the space Cowboys to be sitting behind his parents, he sees them, you know, yeah. his head coach 
Mickey Story's up there. He's that's a lot. And to come right out the gate and strike out Simeon and Seeger back to back, you know, those guys are making fifty million dollars together or whatever. And he just went right at him. Yeah. Picture of the series for me. Easy. I think Hunter Brown is the very that this is the other thing I was thinking. He's like the first person that deserves both. Be, I mean, but we'll have to find someone else for the Rose. And I, I'll tell you who I got later, but we both got Hunter Brown well-deserved because he overachieved. He overachieved my expectations. So he's perfect candidate, but he ends up being the best pitcher of the series. So what are you going to do? Position player, who you got? So this one was really tough. Really, really tough. Altuve is white hot. I mean, white hot. But Kyle Tucker is my guy. Kyle Tucker is my guy. And they don't win this game tonight without Kyle Tucker. They don't win the game last night without Kyle Tucker. Or or they don't get back into the game last night without Kyle Tucker. You know, two homers, back-to-back nights, Kyle Tucker. Yeah, he went two for four on Tuesday, and he scored both. He scored two of the runs on ground outs. He was on base a lot. I I was leaning toward Maldonado because he had the only RBI in game one. Then he had that amazing throwout. But I wrote Kyle Tucker, buddy. That's five in a row. That's five for five. Last podcast, this podcast. But will we get the coveted Coach Rose Award right? We can't because you said he you couldn't give it to him anymore. I, Abreu was getting my Coach Rose. But that was because I got to give him something. He's pitched too well for you to, to leave the award ceremony without something. So Coach <laughs> Rose it is. You're changing the meaning. I knew you were going to change the meaning of the Coach Rose. Well, I no, f- because he outperformed I feel the me. same way. I feel the same way. It's because like I, I want to give him something. But see, for, for me, I never had – Abreu to this level. I I still don't. I'm still I eliminated him. I eliminated him last podcast. For me, I guess. But my Rose winner is Naris. He didn't give up any runs. He had that beautiful catch to start the tent. Maybe, maybe the game's still going if that didn't happen. Yeah. Who knows? So Naris. I don't know if Naris has even won an award yet, but no. You're the reliever guy. So if you haven't given it come on. Well, I, I mean, take, I wish we'd keep like track of all of them. Like we had like a chalkboard. I got to believe your coach Rose is like 80% relievers. It's and 20% well, hitters. it was never relievers. And once I threw one in there, I, it just kept snowballing mm-hmm. because I mean, everybody on the team is solidified. I mean, but we, we both put Hensley one time. Yeah. But I mean, everybody else has been playing so long. I'm not shocked by them i'm just i don't know if yuli has a crazy night he's gonna win <laughs> well, yeah you yuli has been demoted to rose rose award uh rose worthy almost alvarez is almost rose award worthy but anyway yeah that's good i think those are good picks and we have five all new fair fouls for you if you're ready to do that let's do it Am I reading any of these? You got them? or what, what, No, I got this? them all. You were at the gym working out, showing off your muscles while I'm <laughs> laying in bed on my whatever that little tray, the bed, the breakfast in bed tray. Yeah. Got the, the got the bed lifted up. I'm ready. I was watching the game, taking notes. I took care of it, buddy. I appreciate you, sir. <clears throat> all right. So we'll do a fair foul right after this. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, number one. We are back. I don't know if you saw the the pictures of the field after the Bad Bunny. The Bad Bunny, uh, I was going to say commercial, but concert. (laughs) Fair foul, the Astros should stop having concerts during the season. I want to say fair. I do. But I'm going to say foul. And the reason I'm going to say foul is because I got to believe that some of that money is going to end up as revenue for this baseball team. I don't know how it works. If you told me they don't make a cent off of that, then I would be like, okay, never mind. But I got to feel that some of that money pays to pay or use is used to pay Astros players. So it's fair on that premise. I think that they got to be smarter about it. You know, find some days off, like give it a couple days. Like it was like immediately after the bad bunny concert happened, they had yeah. a homestand right after put it on road trips. So you're in San Antonio. The Spurs have like a rodeo road trip every year because yeah. the rodeo is going to use their, their, their building. So they're gone for like two and a half weeks. Yeah. If you're going to do a concert thing, I would do the exact same thing. Make it like an eight game road trip and then go boom, 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 boom. They've had opportunities, but I say fair. They should stop doing it. I think that the Astros already have plenty of money to play, uh, to pay these players. There's also the luxury tax that they're not going to go over. So I don't think the money they make off bad bunny affects anything. I'm greedy. I want Dodger Yankee money. I, <laughs> I want to go pay players stupid money for no reason. Mm. <laughs> That would be, I mean, if we had a Dodgers podcast, we'd just be, he don't deserve that money. He doesn't deserve that money. (laughs) All right, number two, you are worried about the Astros offense. Foul. And the reason I say it's foul is because what I've been saying the last couple of podcasts, we have yet to see these guys click together. Every guy's pulled their weight. I think it's a matter of time before they start clicking together. When they do, they're going to score five, six, seven runs. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, there's one or two spots in the lineup that really kind of like they, they struggle right now. Mancini's struggling, but he was hot for, you know, a week, two weeks. Yeah. Um, obviously Yuli, but, but then you get a, an occasional knock there. Pena's got to lay off the sliders. But I mean, when you get Altuve, Bregman, tuck going you're still going to score four or five runs when so, Peña was up in the 10th inning they threw him like four sliders in a row nope and i was like just don't swing at him he swung he swung at him but he ended up doing a pretty good job but i'm not worried about him overall i think they're going to come around but i mean they're kind of the issue right now making these games close so i'm not worried about him overall you know, we uh, you said they haven't all clicked together yet, and we still have the best record in the American League. So think about that. Think about when Jordan and Tucker and Bregman and Altuve are all doing this at the same time, and maybe we get Yuli back. Who knows? 
um, not back. He's not gone, but back to Yuli form. I remember when in the off season, they were talking about how he wor- was working out and stopped drinking soda and lost all this weight. And he was dominating in spring training. I believe it was so long ago. I don't remember. And then he's just not very good, but he has a better, he's... he has a better batting average in uh, Maldonado in the last, whatever games they're trying to talk about. I believe he's like 38 or 39. He's up there. He's up there in age. So I think that's part of it. I mean, I don't, can you remember the last time Yuli got, you know, time off? He plays every day. Yeah. So him and Bregman, they play every day and it's because of their defense. And I think they're just okay with whatever offense they provide. Maybe yeah. if they gave him a couple of days off, he might come back with a better, you know, well, whatever, I mean, play, uh, spin, whatever. Mancini played first base one game, and he made a he made a good catch. Because the day before, I said Yuli's the only one that makes that play, and the next day, Mancini made a good play. So I was like, well, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> All right, number three. If you guys are hungry, the Whataburger patty melt, fair or foul? It's foul for me. I don't like onions, <laughs> so I have to like I have to like change it. So by the time I get it, it's basically a burger. It's no longer a patty belt. I'm not a changer guy. They're like, what do you want on it? I go, however y'all make it. I don't I don't want any changes. I think they're really good, but it's not something you can have all the time because I really like to have lettuce and tomato on my burger. I like the onions. I like the cheese, but just kind of get tired of it after a while because it's really good. For me, it's good, but I think I overdid it. And now I'm just go back to being a number five guy, but I'll say fair because it is good. And you say foul because you don't like onions. Number four, I've changed my mind on this, on this subject. Hoodies with zippers. So you're talking about the full zip? Or full like zip the quarter hoodies. Zip? No, full zip all the way down. Oh, that's fair. I, I love it. Like, which I, do you prefer? Honestly, the, the quarter zip. I uh-huh. prefer that. I've got a couple of those. I, I If I feel like if it doesn't have a zipper, it's like constricting. I don't like that. So I like to be able to have some ventilation. There was a time that I was looking. I need a, I need a one with a zipper because you got to hold your shirt down. Your, your shirt comes off when you take it off. It feels when you don't have a zipper, you feel like you're kind of like, you're in, you're all in because you're not taking that thing off if you're driving or anything like that. But then I got a uh, one with a zipper and I don't like it. I don't like how it bunches up by the pocket. So I am a no zipper guy. So foul on zippers. <laughs> I've changed my mind. I, I used to be all zipper. Now I'm not. Was that number four? I believe so. All right. Number five. I wanted to talk about this because you asked me about it. If I watch House of Dragons, so fair or foul, Game of Thrones, just so we oh. can talk about it. Oh, it's 100% fair. <laughs> it's I just love a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Game of Thrones and whether it's fair or foul. Um, I thought it was really good. It's definitely not for the children. So uh, it's, it's no. definitely an adult show, but um, pretty cool story. Pretty cool. You know, we're talking about Game of Thrones, right? Yes. Um, I've started House of Dragon. I'm all caught up. That's a really good show too. I'm gonna um, watch I think it. it I think it's gonna bridge the gap because this takes it takes place 172 years before Game of Thrones. 
I sent you the picture. Yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> That's kind of what got it started. Awesome. Because it was about your fair foul last week. Yes. Uh, but for me, I never had any interest in watching Game of Thrones. Never. I didn't care about it. And so someone's like, just watch it. Just watch it. And so I started watching it and I'm and not that I'm a goody two shoe, but I'm like, wow, this is like a lot of unnecessary nudity. <laughs> I mean, you're just having a conversation about something and there's people behind you doing things. And it's like <laughs> the story's good enough without this. I don't know why they have it. And the thing that got me was at the end of the first season, the guy that you think is going to be the star of the show for <laughs> the next seven years gets his head chopped off and you're like this is awesome so the thing about game of thrones if you guys don't watch it it's awesome it's really really good i know that means the same thing but <laughs> but there's not say it. there no there is yeah there is not too many shows where they kill everybody you yeah. think oh well this guy's gonna be the new king dead Oh, this guy dead. They, they kill them all, folks. You never know when someone's going to die. And I really like that. And I'm looking forward to watching the House of Dragon. And a segue, I'm looking forward to your final thoughts. <laughs> Man, it was a great series. Uh, I thought this was a trap. You know, I thought the Rangers coming in, uh, Silver Boot already locked up. You know, they've beaten, you know, the Rangers pretty handily. I thought this was a position where they could, you know, let their foot off the gas a little bit and kind of have a bad one of those series where you, you know, they, they lose it or they get swept, something like that, just because it's the middle of, or, you know, towards the end of the season, beginning of September, rolling in October, but credit to them for getting it done, finding a way to win, you know, got, got to see Hunter Brown do his thing. Now, you know, they go on, uh, I believe to Detroit or is that over the weekend? Uh, this weekend they have the angels. I will be okay. there Sunday. Okay. So they have the angels and then Detroit after that. So they're them, off. Th they're off Thursday. That's what kind of throws you off. Cause I thought they were going out of town too. And I was like, they're not going out of town. We're going Sunday. Yeah. 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 So, you know, they're still, they're still picking up games on the magic number. They're getting closer to closing out the division. They're getting closer to that number one seed. And they're not even really clicking yet. You said they had to go 14 and 14 to win 100 games, and they're two and one. Now they have to go. <laughs> I can't do that, man. 12 and 13. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, one thing I didn't know is I saw this graphic on TV that the Rangers have only won five games at Minute Maid Park since 2017. And I don't know if you've seen any highlights on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, but people are sharing the comments by the Rangers broadcast team. It's like, do you not know that you've only won five games since 2017? I mean, they're really like, I guess when we made a challenge, remember when Altuve was slid into home and I think he might've been out. I think he got him at the oh, beginning no, and safe. missed him. I don't know. We can't talk about that. We don't have enough time. But anyway, they were like, oh, you can go home and watch it. And it's like, y'all are being, I don't know. You shouldn't act like that. It's like celebrating a sack when your team's down 55-0. But anyway. 
Final thoughts is over. Player of the series, fair or foul. We win the series. We got the day off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against the Angels. And I'm looking forward to Sunday because they give the first responder coin. I got one last year. Pretty sweet. And uh, that's it. You want to say bye? See y'all next time on Astros Baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. (laughs) You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.